Hey friends, it's Sherry. Before we jump into today's episode, I wanted to let you know about an upcoming virtual summit I'm a guest speaker at and you can attend for free. So whether you're an entrepreneur seeking to boost cash flow and leads or a career professional ready to take the leap into entrepreneurship, this event is designed with your specific needs in mind. It's an opportunity you don't want to be missed. And I'm not exaggerating when I say it will be an epic experience. So join me and 15 plus other top female entrepreneur experts for the rise of the entrepreneur navigating the entrepreneurial landscape for female professionals five day summit. Together, we're going to dig deep into our wealth of expertise, offering invaluable support for career professionals and entrepreneurs like you. Every year you see my friend Sherelle Slace host this event and collectively she brings in over 4,000 women at all levels wanting to implement new strategies and take their businesses to the next level. And I'm so excited to be one of the guest speakers this year. And I'm also attending this event myself and I would love to invite you to join me. So this five-day virtual summit runs May 13th through 17th And during that time, you can catch all the replays of the trainings. Trainings like From Unknown to Unstoppable, Publicity Tactics for Fearless Female Entrepreneurs, or Manage Your Money Like a Boss, or Navigating the Entrepreneurial Landscape for Female Professionals, or this one I'm very interested about, Top 4 Legal Mistakes to Avoid on Your Online Business. And my topic is unleash your strengths and thrive in entrepreneurship. So you're not going to want to miss this one. So reserve your spot now. Yep, go ahead, put this episode on pause, go over and register, and then hop back in here to finish listening. All you have to do is head over to rebrand.ly backslash rises summit backslash Sherry Miter. So rebrand.ly backslash rises summit backslash Sherry Miter. I'm sorry, rise summit. There's only one S there. And I will put that link in the show notes for you as well. So do me one more favor. If you register, pop into our new motivated for more Facebook group and let me know if you'll be watching the summit next week. We can compare notes together. All right, my friend, hope to see you at the summit. And let's get back to today's episode. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Uncharted Entrepreneurs Podcast. I'm your host, Sherry Miter. And no cute music today. I don't know what's going on. My uh, The place where I normally record my podcast made some major changes, and I'm sure they're going to be great. But I can't figure out how to play my music today. So it's just a musicless, <laughs> I, musicless show today. Uh, don't you just love technology, right? All right. So today we are going to continue our series. This is our sixth in a series on habits and traits of high achievers. And if you are aware of these habits and traits, you will be able to implement them in order to up-level your career, your business, and your life. So that is my goal for you, that you're listening to the series and not just listening and saying, oh, that's pretty cool, but actually taking these habits and traits and putting them into your own life. Maybe some of these you already do and you can say, check, got that one. 
And some of them maybe you used to do, but you got out of that habit. And it's just a reminder to start doing them again. Or maybe some of them are brand new to you. But either way, start actually implementing them into your life so that you can become that high achiever that I know you want to have. And you're supposed to be playing at that level. Um, So today we're going to talk about how much do high achievers invest in their personal development? We're going to talk about the actual percentage they usually spend, where to invest that money, and then how to fit it all into your schedule. As I know, a lot of people just say, well, I don't have time for personal development. But hopefully by the end of today's show, you will learn to make the time and prioritize personal development. Okay, so let's start with number one, how much to invest. Now, Brian Tracy says to do 3%. He calls this the 3% formula. And he said, obviously, your needs change from season to season. Similar, similarly, I can never say that word, your available resources may vary as well. And that's why he recommends the 3% formula. And essentially, Brian recommends that you consistently set aside 3% of your take-home income for personal or professional growth. This way, your investment scales with you no matter your current financial status. So that's a place to start, maybe just 3%. If you have not been investing anything in your personal development and skill set for your career, for your life, for your future business, or your current business, start there. Now, if you're ready to really up-level your life, I highly recommend taking Darren Hardy's advice. He says 10%. And he goes on to say that 10% of your time and 10% of your gross income, while he admits 10% might seem hard when you're making thirty to 40000 he says to think about how hard it's going to be when you're making $2 million a year. That means you need to effectively invest $200,000 a year in personal growth. Yet, if you don't invest 10% at $40,000 a year, you're never going to make $150,000 so that you can invest $15,000 in personal growth so you can become that person who earns $2 million a year. Do you see how it all works together? You have to start somewhere. Now, I've also been taught and the past that invest that percentage based on where you want to be in the future in that year. So invest based on the income you want to create that given year. So whatever you decide, just pick a number and go with it, whether it's 3% or 10% of your current income or what you want to start making. And depending on where you're at in your journey and on your professional career, it may look like one of these examples. So let's just say that right now your income is just $25,000. And at that level, you might want to just start with 3%. So 3% would be $750 or $6,250 a month. That seems pretty reasonable, right? So with that, budget, you might want to do a group coaching program, maybe a monthly membership. You could also invest in Audible, invest in good books. That's another thing. High achievers on average read one to two books a month. And I'm not talking about your (laughs) 
Harlequin romance books. These are books for self-development. A few of my favorite books, a great place to start would be High Performance Habits by Brendan Bouchard. You've heard me quote him many times in this series. Dare to Lead by Brene Brown. Atomic Habits by James Clear. Chase the Lions, one of my favorites, by Mark Batterson. The Traveler's Gift by Andy Andrews. And Strength-Based Leadership from Gallup and Tom Rath. I'll put those all in the show notes, but those are some of my favorites and, and would recommend starting there. Again, Audible is a great thing to invest in if you're at that level. If you don't like to read, you can listen to books. It's basically books on tape, we used to call it. Now it's Audible. All right, let's say now your income, your annual income is the $50,000 mark. So maybe now you're going to up it and start investing 6% in your personal development. So that would look like $3,000 a year or maybe $250 a month. Here, you can start investing in higher level courses, ongoing memberships, maybe some one-on-one coaching, and maybe you can even save to invest in going to one bigger event a year. And then if you're at the $100,000 level or more for your gross income, now I would highly start recommend looking at that 10% for your personal development. So that would look like $10,000 a year or $830 a month. At this level, this is where you can start investing in consistent one-on-one coaching at a much higher level and still attend maybe two events even a year once we can start going to events, right? So no matter what your income is, there's a place for you to start. And that's the thing is just start. The key here is committing to an investment strategy that scales and helps you keep success from outpacing your skills. That means you're less likely to burn out and hit a ceiling or fall behind in your field. Jim Rohn has a quote that says, if it is a priority, you'll find a way. If it isn't, you'll find an excuse. All right. The next thing to look at is how to choose where to allocate your investment. So you know the percentage you have to invest in your self-development. Where should you spend that money? And I kind of gave some examples, but let's dive a little deeper into this. Now, I found a blog by Ashley and I'm probably going to butcher her name, Sorokos, S-R-O-K-O-S-Z. And she says four things to keep in mind with what to look for when deciding where to invest. Her four things are, will it save you time? Will it save you money? Will it make you money? And are you going to learn a new skill? So will it save you time? Will it save you money? Will it make you money? And are you going to learn a new skill? So when you're deciding where to invest your budget, those are things to look at. And those are things that have always, I I never really put it in a list like that, but I know that's what I look at. And a good course or a coach will help you get the info you need faster and cut to the chase. So it will save you time and money. You're paying them. When you pay for a course or a coach, what you are paying for is not really the time that you spend actually doing the course or even the time you spend on the phone with your coach. What you are paying them for is the time they've invested in their personal development. 
the time that they've spent reading the books, the time they've spent learning a skill. So you're paying for their years of research, their life lessons, their time. That's what you're really paying for. And it's by you paying for that, it's kind of like when you remember in school, if you ever, you know, didn't read the full book, but you just read, and I can't think of what the name of it was, but like the the little um, shorter version of a book, that's what you're kind of getting. You're getting the shorter version. You're getting it just cut to the meat of it because your coach or the person who developed the course did all the time. They read the full version. (laughs) So they're just going to give you the meat and potatoes, saving you time and money. Um, The other thing to look at as far as will it make you money When you look at that, think how many new clients will I need to add? Or if you sell a product, how many products do you need to sell in order to pay for that course or that coaching? Break it down, strategize with yourself like, okay, if I pay for this course, I really only have to have one new client afterwards that's going to really make up the money. Or if I pay for this course, if I sell X amount of my product, then I've paid for my course. That's how I've always looked at things and I break it down in that respect. So it's the future money that you will make by investing in something upfront. Last year, as far as learning a new skill, if you want to up-level and learn a new skill, there are two ways you can do it. You can spend a lot of time surfing the internet for free information. I mean, YouTube is amazing for free information, right? Pretty much there's anything out there. We could probably learn how to do something for free. But imagine how much time that's going to take you of surfing the internet. And then you may find some okay advice, but you're not going to find the best advice because the best advice you have to pay for. It's it's behind a locked paying door. <laughs> Last year... I spent over $3,500 learning how to podcast. Yes. Sorry, Tom, if you're listening to this. (laughs) I took two courses on podcasting because I could have learned how to podcast and piece it all together and not invest in it, but I didn't want to do that. I wanted to cut to the chase. I wanted to save, it saved me time. Ultimately, I'm sure it saved me money by just making that investment so I could learn how to do it quicker. My son right now is doing, learning how to do, um, I can't remember what it's called, but the quick investments, like, you know, where you buy, buy a stock and then you sell it like within a minute later. And he was sharing with me that last year he tried to do it, but he was taking a free course. And he said, the guy really wasn't that great. Like he really didn't learn anything and he never really made any money. He probably lost some money actually doing that. But this year he decided he really wanted to get into it. So he invested in a course. I think he said it cost him maybe $500, maybe a little more in that course. And he's also getting a little group one-on-one coaching from this guy for a little extra more money a month. And he's actually starting to make a little money at it. Now, it's not a lot because of the way the nature of this business, this trading is. But he said the paid course was so much better than the free stuff he was trying to find last year. So you have to spend money to make money. Like you can't get around that or it's going to take you forever trying to learn the long way, the hard way. 
Number three, how do you fit in self-improvement time? Maybe you're at this point, you're saying, okay, Sherry, I get it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put my budget, I'm going to set a budget for my self-development. I understand that now. I see where I can you know, invest my money, but I don't have the time. And it goes back to what Darren Hardy said in the beginning, that you should be investing 10% of your time into personal development. So schedule that into your day, into your week, into your month. Uh, Sydney Howard, there's a quote from Sydney Howard. It says, one half of knowing what you want is knowing what you must give up before you get it. So yes, it's going to take changing the way you do things. It's going to take giving up something else in order to make time because we can't make more time. We always have to exchange what you're doing now in that time slot for something new. So you have to take something off the chart, off the time slot and put some, to put something new into that time slot. Here are some ideas where I've personally fit in self-improvement time and I know others have done as well. Number one, driving in your car. If you are by yourself especially, don't listen to the radio. Is knowing what the most current pop song or country song is right now going to help you get your goals in life? Probably not. So spend that time listening to podcasts, listening to uh, audiobooks, enhancing your skills. So spend that time. I always say I have my MBA in my car. I earned an MBA in my car probably. You know, I'm pretty darn sure <laughs> for the hours I spent training. Here's another thing. Even if you have your kids in the car, every once in a while, slide something in there. It's amazing what they get from that. Um, quick little story. I just remember when I was really working my, when I was new in my direct sales, actually, because my son was mm, eight, maybe. No, 10 years old. He was at least 10, my youngest son. And he had just started doing his bobsledding. I don't know if some of you know this, some of you don't, but my youngest son was a USA skeleton athlete and he started off bobsledding. And yeah, just like cool runnings, going down the sled and the hill, that kind of thing. So he was bobsledding. And I used to have, you know, CDs and trainings and they were probably cassette tapes back then, um, playing in the car all the time for from my direct sales training. And of course, we were always talking about goal setting. And I would have goal posters. Well, one day I came home and Jacob had put little Olympic ring symbols all over our house. And he had a goal poster up. He had a chart up in his room for his goals. Now, he never made it to the Olympics, but he had a really great, no pun intended, run (laughs) and experience, you know, training on the USA Skeleton team for quite a few years. Yeah, about six years at least, maybe 10. It was a long period of time. And it was an amazing experience for him. But the point here is he didn't, we never sat down and said, Jake, you gotta make a goal poster. You should put what your goals are up all over your house as reminders. We never sat down and did that. He heard it, I'm sure, by driving around in the car with mom <laughs> since he was three years old, hearing these CDs playing all the time. So you know what? It's good for your kids to hear this stuff. And it's good for them to know that mom or dad is on a personal growth journey. So driving in your car is a biggie. Number two, 
when you are in the bathroom, and I don't mean sitting, I mean when you are doing your personal care time. So if you're a guy, when you're shaving, when you're doing all that in the morning, you know, it's a good, what, five minutes, 10 minutes, but you can listen to something, at least get it started. Ladies, we probably spend a lot more time in the bathroom looking cute. The older we get, the longer it takes, right? So when you're doing your skincare routine, when you're putting on your makeup, have something playing. That's where Audible or podcasts are fabulous. Or even I'll put on a train if I'm doing a course. I'll put the video on. I'm not really watching it. But most of the time, you don't need to watch it. You just need to listen. And if it's something I need to see, I'll pause it and look at it. Um, So use that time wisely. Maybe when you're cooking, that's a little tricky. It depends on what you're cooking. If it's something you have to really concentrate on, I don't advise trying to do both because our brains can't comprehend and you'll miss a lot of important stuff or (laughs) your meal is not going to come out right. (laughs) So, but if it's, maybe you're cleaning up the kitchen, would be a better example. Maybe not while you're cooking, but after dinner, if you're cleaning up the dishes, doing things like that, folding laundry. When you're doing chores that don't take a lot of brain power, that's a great time to pop in a CD, pop, I'm dating myself, um, you know, listen to something, watch a video. Here's another thing. Talk about exchanging time for something. What is one TV show that you watch now a week that you could take off of your schedule and put in time to work on your skill? What's the the skill that you need to build so that you can become excellent in your arena and be known to be one of the experts? Are you willing to give up Netflix, an hour of Netflix, in order to do an hour of training a week? That's another thing to look at that I would highly recommend looking at. And then here's one more idea that I have done this, and I read this again on a blog by Christina Desmarius um, that she shared from, and I'm probably totally butchering these names. I do apologize. Kain Kripperdorf, Krippendorf. Don't know. Anyway, schedule a learning workout is the idea. And basically what it is, he goes, he said, like many, I struggled to balance work and health. I felt guilty taking time off in the middle of the day to hit the gym because I felt I should be working. If I worked through the end of the day, I often was too tired to work out. Then I felt, then I found a great way out of this dilemma, the learning workout. I select a book or podcast I should be reading for work, cue it up on my phone, then I listen to it at the gym or while on a run. This gives me an hour of uninterrupted reading time, which I rarely get sitting in the office. It has tripled the number of books I read a year and keeps me in shape. So I love that idea of scheduling a learning workout. Talk about uh, double, double whammy, you know, like really maximizing your time is doing that. What are you listening to when you go for a walk or a run? That's something I do all the time. All right, we're going to close this up here and I'm going to give you a little action plan because as I said at the beginning of the podcast, the goal here is not for you to listen to these ideas, listen to these habits, listen to these traits of high achievers and think, oh, well, that sounds like a great idea, but not to implement them. So your field assignment for the day is to create your budget. What will be your budget for 2021 for personal development? Then 
Two, decide where you will allocate your investment first. And then three, schedule it in. Put it on the calendar. Where will you fit in personal development? Will it be getting up a little earlier in your day? Will it be that learning workout? Will it be while you're, you know, cleaning up the kitchen? Where will you fit it into your calendar? And Brian Tracy reminds us there is never enough time to do everything, but there is always enough time to do the most important thing. So make personal development one of those important things. It will pay off. Oh, my gosh, I can't even like 10x who you are and what you become and how much money you start making. It's so important. All right. We're going to close this up, my friends. And again, I'm missing my music. I don't know what is going on. I have to figure that one out. But just a little reminder that I have a few spots left for the complimentary. This doesn't happen often. Talk about like saving you some money. Complimentary 30-minute one-on-one coaching sessions for February. It's my gift to you. And during a 30-minute coaching session, we can't get into a lot, I'm not going to lie, but we can dive into one like burning question you have, one burning problem you have. Maybe it's, what should your personal development program look like? Maybe that's what we talk about for 30 minutes. But grab one of those calls before they are all gone. My schedule is filling up fast. So there's not going to be many available. So grab one today and let's dive into something for 30 minutes and see where you can up-level your life, become a high achiever yourself or a higher achiever in 2021. That is my prayer and my wish for you. All right, my friends, we'll catch you back next time and hopefully I'll have my music playing. And this concludes our Day 48 of 100 Days of Podcast. I can't wait for day 50. See you back tomorrow.